Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. Long time no see. <laughs> it's uh, Simon here. It's Laura over there. Good morning. This is a special episode. It's a episode. A episode. Episode. A episode 101. Episode 101 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life. Do you know, I think it was quite nice that we took a break after the last one, which was the one with Leo. Yeah, which we got loads of um, lovely feedback. Lots Thanks of for that. Enjoyed that one. Uh, but um, and the funny thing is, we put that one out while he was still here. He's back tonight, tomorrow morning. Yeah, you know he's coming back. That's a long story. We don't want to get into that right now. Anyway, this is a special episode. We're going to play an interview I did last week with John Fothergill, who's a Newcastle comedian from the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And um, as you'll find out, me and him have got a bit of history from various projects in the past. And um, due to circumstances that have happened in the UAE over the last week, uh, the audio never got to be played. Yeah. So I thought I'd put it out on here. Why not? It's a good half an hour. It's a good chat. Uh, He's a really funny guy. And um, if you listen to this today, which is Tuesday the 17th of May. Yeah. His last night is at the Laughter Factory tonight at Studio City. Yeah, which is nice and close to us. Right next to us. Uh, but there are loads more comedians on thelaughterfactory.com. It's the website. Uh, there's a link in the description of the podcast. Um, we've been really busy. That's why we've not had a chance to do a podcast. Um, so busy. So busy. So we, uh, for people who live in this area, we're back gigging. Yes. So we're doing two things at the moment. 
First of all is Sundays. We are at home by Magettigans in City Walk, Dubai for a family brunch every Sunday. So this is going to sound weird to people listening in the UK or wherever you listen that's not Dubai. Well, I think brunches are starting to pick up a bit more around the world, a little bit. The the idea really? of like, yeah, uh, well, I know the UK is starting to do them. Like they do it here. Well, does anywhere do anything like we do it here? So. No, but, I don't think um, so. Yeah, so so it's basically a, a daytime, all you can eat and all you can drink. Yeah, normally they're on the first day of the weekend. So traditionally they were Fridays in Dubai for the last yeah. decade and a half because the weekends changed and now Saturdays. But Sundays tend to be the more chilled out ones. So home by Magetigans uh, asked us if we wanted to do some sort of family event there yeah family quiz yeah so what we've done is we've made it more like a game show uh it's different every week there are different things we do blankety blank play your cards right we do you know the play-doh rounds and we do try and make it for all ages and we literally have had like little two-year-olds running around yeah up to 18 year olds playing it's the teenagers Uh, and yeah and because the mums are mums and dads are no problem they just want to have a good time the little kids will always want to have a good time but the teenagers the fact that they've joined in has been a real surprise to me. Yep, and and come and said they enjoyed it, so that's yeah. good. But yeah, so it is for all the family, and yeah. it's just a bit of fun on a Sunday. If you check out our social medias, there's the links to all of this, and you can see some pictures and things. And um, yeah, the other thing we're doing, which we're starting this week, this Thursday, is at a bar we we didn't know about. It's called the Cheeky Camel. Such a cool bar. Yeah. Very trendy bar. It's got loads of our favourite people on the walls. Yeah, and when we went down there for the meeting about the Sunday brunch family quiz, yeah, just on a whim, uh, the fella showing us around said, oh, take a look at this place, and just took us into this bar, and I'm like, God, this is cool. And he was like, oh, we're looking for one in here. So we're starting our adult quiz night. Very adult indeed. Very different to the Sunday one. So, so you can go to the Sunday quiz, the family one, and you can go to the Thursday one. They are totally different. If you come to the Sunday one, the family one, yeah, I'd say that we're like, I'm like Philip Schofield and you're like Gordon the golfer. You know, we're very... You've got your hand up my bum. <laughs> I normally wait till after. Uh, no, but we're very family friendly. If you come to the Thursday night one, well, the gloves are off. Their gloves are off. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you're at, you scare me at the family one. Like, you do hold it back. You're at about 10% rudeness. Uh, and, I, and I wonder how, like, sometimes you you get to that point. I think, don't you dare. Well, it's been compared to end of pier. So, yeah. British old school seaside, bit cheeky, you know, having a go at the mums, having a go at the dads, a bit of a, a tiny little bit of blue, but, but well covered. Yeah. The Thursday night one, which is going to be a really good quiz night, is a lot more grown up. (laughs) Kids aren't allowed pretty much. So um, again, details of that one. It's the first one this Thursday, which is very exciting, the 19th, but we'll be there every Thursday. So we don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be great. I love the bar. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, well, it'd be nice to have some money. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, so that's that. Uh, that's what we're doing. Check out all the links. We will be back with a proper podcast. What are we going to say in the next week? Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, I think it's just taken us a lot of time to get back on, you know, with all these gigs coming up and everything else. And, you know, but yeah. we kind of 
we need to make time for this because we enjoy it. I love doing it. I've missed it so much and there's so much we could have talked about. So, um, well, I hope you enjoy this. It's me chatting to... Now, it was recorded for radio, so I'm kind of keeping so, it so radio. This is, this is family Sunday quiz interview. Anybody can listen to this interview. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as you'll hear, because we've got a bit of a history, it's quite a fun chat. Uh, first off is me chatting to him. Second off is me doing a competition called Simply the Best, which I could probably try on you. Right. Uh, it's just like the best takeaways ever had, best thing to have, finding fridge when you come home after a gig, things like that. Yeah. Simply the best, I use the jingle. And um, yeah, so enjoy this. It's only half an hour, which for us on a podcast is doing well. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be back. Hopefully we'll see you down at one of our events. Well, if you go and if you listen to the interview today, go tonight, go tonight. Yeah. I mean, this is, you, you, you want to be listening quick, but Tuesday, 17th of May, yep. tonight, Studio City in Dubai, it's the Laughter Factory. Uh, links in the details of the podcast. All right, enjoy. On the line is John Fothergill. Hello, John. Hello there. Now, John, you arrived in Dubai, what, yesterday? Yes, mate. I'm a little tired. You are, but I've seen, <laughs> I've seen from your Instagram, which you're too old to be on and I'm too old to be on, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen on your Instagram that you've already been on the beach. Is it? Is it like Whitley Bay? Is it a home away yeah, from home? Oh, it's, it's exactly the same, isn't it? Camels, <laughs> everything, yes. It's just little Spanish city in the background. Yeah. I was there for about three minutes, man, yes. and I thought it was going to explode. I've lived here for, what, 17, 18 years now, and I looked at that picture, and I'm like, where's this? Where's camels on the beach? I've no idea where this is. I'm going by, is it the Jumeirah or yeah, what? Yeah, Jumeirah Beach. You were in front of the big wheel, the Ain Dubai, <coughs> right? So, yeah, I didn't think you'd That's last right. long down there. We know each other. Do you know that we yeah. know each other? I think so, yeah. Every time I talk to you, you've no idea of the connections <laughs> we've had over the years. So the last thing we did together was a TV show almost 20 years ago called Region Airs. Yeah. Oh, of course it was, mate, yeah. I was the team captain. I don't know how I, I, don't know how I forget these things, because, <laughs> I mean, I've been on TV probably, you know, like up north yeah. probably about twice. <laughs> So, we so did it. I'm so sorry, mate. No, I don't care. Look, this is what's funny about it because I was on the radio in the northeast where you're from, course, and then I was uh, knocked around with the guys who did the TV show, and you were on my team for it. And I sat next to you and I said, uh, "Do you? You won't remember this, but I said to you then, do you remember meeting me in the '90s? You won't remember this story at all unless it freaked you out. <laughs> you did a gig in Sheffield, where I'm from, at the Lead Mill. That's right. Yeah. Do you remember this story at all from me telling you this last time? No, I can't even remember the lead mill, to be honest. You were staying in a hotel near my house, so I said, oh, gear lift back. And anyway, we ended up calling back to my house on the way, and we had a couple of hours chatting at my house. Then I drove you back to your hotel, middle at night, right? Oh we got on like a house on fire. And then when I met you when we did the TV show, I'm like, Never. I don't expect I'm such you. a drunk. <laughs> That's the, that's the only excuse I can give me. I'm well, so sorry. But you remember the TV show, Because you baby. are a local legend. Well, it's been rumoured. Not so much anymore. So it's been nearly 20 hours life. How's things going? Great, mate. Yeah, yeah. Still plugging away, you know. I mean, uh, I just tour all the time. 
sort of never stop, you know? I know this about you, and what I don't understand, here's the thing, there are about three comedians a month on at the Laughter Factory, so in my uh-huh. 17, 18 years here, that's about 400 stand-ups, right? Right. And when Gail said you were coming out, she didn't know this connection we had. She says, right. there's this fella coming out, John Fothergill, she's always obviously plugging the comics, she raved about you and said... This guy is one of the funniest comedians I've ever seen in my life. And I went, I know him. I, I, I love him. He's brilliant. <laughs> so nice of you, Let me ask you this. Why uh-huh. are you not a household name? Why are you not? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not your face. Did you don't look like Gavin Webster. So it's not your... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just clearly it's my attitude. <laughs> I think, you, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I think a mixture of that and pure laziness. I love playing live, mate. I, I mean, I absolutely love it. And and people who come and see me think, oh, it's great, this, it's brilliant, you know, thanks yeah. very much and all this. They'll come along and then I'll get invited to some director's meeting. Or <laughs> and it ends up, I'll speak to them like this, that we are doing to you, yeah. instead of like, you know, selling. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which I just can't do, you know what I mean? No, but... Uh, I, but that's so kind of you. That's no, so kind of you. Well, it's that. true, you know, and I, I, you see the comedians who do make it, and, yeah. uh, you know, so, so if you never thought, is, is there not a sitcom? I know Gavin had a little pop at a sitcom I mentioned him before, yeah, he's a mutual I... friend of ours, and uh, then you've got Davey Johns from Up, Our, Up Your Way. Oh, yeah, he's turned into bloody Tom Hanks. <laughs> do you know, because, I, I, again, I tell my wife and kids that Dave Johns was almost, we used to take the mick out of him at the hyena because he was on, it was the one they put on when somebody didn't turn up. And we used to, you know, we used to be out with him every Friday night and I said to my kids, he's a film star now. He's a film yeah, star. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a film star. I've won money on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how long the time would gambling, but, uh, but he told me, he says, uh, oh, I've got a movie with Ken Loach coming out. And I just went, no, you haven't. Oh, that's you know? funny. And then he says, no, it's called like I, Daniel Blake. Yeah. You know? So um, he says it's up for the Palm Door. So I went and stuck <laughs> a tenner on it and <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was unbelievable, and the girl—it was so funny. The girl in the betting shop in Sydenham said, "Oh, I think I remember you putting this on." And I thought, "Well, how many, how many people bet on the Palm Door at Paddy Power in Sydenham?" <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Have you got much on while you're out, or you're just chilling out? What? Through the day, yeah, yeah. I think I'll be um, probably avoiding the sun. Yeah. Um, and then just 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 having a bit of a look around, mate. I was thinking of going up to the Tomorrow Museum or whatever it's called. And, uh, oh, the Museum of the Future. Museum of the Future, that's it, yeah. Because you were last out here, what, three, four years or something like that? Yeah, it was, so, it was actually just a couple of years ago this time, I think, mate. Yeah. But um, I don't get to see much of the place because I don't drive. Yeah. And uh, so it would be nice, you know, um, and obviously, but so I usually just hop on the hop on your fabulous the train and stuff, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great, man. It's like being in the future. It's excellent. Look, I, I think so, I, I'm reading between. Of course, lines we're here. from Newcastle, so <laughs> anything's like being in the future. I've, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what's coming here. See, I've driven you around before in the '90s. So, yeah. what if I drive you around now? In what is it now? 2022. I drive you around now, and the next time I talk to you, it'll be about 2038, and you can. And I'll say, who are you? <laughs> I don't remember you, mate. <laughs> well, hey, I'm so sorry, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, 
it's, it's, I tell you what it usually means. It usually means that I've had a really good time with you. Yeah. Hey, we did. We <laughs> did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great, man. The only reason I'm doing the interview is when we come to the gig and I bring my wife and I go, here we are, mates. I told you we were mates. <laughs> I've said yeah. it now. You've got about three days to keep it in your mind. Don't forget. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll pretend to know you because you're wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant stuff, mate. Brilliant. Can you believe sure. that, though? How mad is that? I, I, I said oh, it. Yeah. I mean, kids were laughing their heads off when I told them this story about last time. And you know what? <laughs> Funnily enough, I've just been listening to your um, the Jonglers set that's on YouTube. Oh, and, God, um, I never put anything on YouTube because well, I know, always it's so hard to find something. But. I said to you back at the um, at the Region Airs filming when we got talking. Mm-hmm. I said because the thing I remembered is the joke about your pubes looking like Bianca. Because <laughs> I remember doing that that <laughs> yeah, night yeah, yeah. and absolutely wetting myself. And then <laughs> so so we ended up we went back to my house on way to your hotel. But then uh, I told that story <laughs> then, and I'm just sat here this morning about half an hour ago listening to you as I'm prepping, and and you told that joke, and I'm like, it bloody is him. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. Sorry. Okay. So I'm talking to John, my best comedy friend who I've known. (laughs) 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 Who I've known for for years, but he hasn't known me. (laughs) He doesn't know who I am, but I've known him since 1994. (laughs) Making me look like a right stalker. Oh, man. All right. So I've got a little thing to do here, mate. I've got a jingle for it and everything. It's called. Simply the best. There you go. That takes me back to the working men's club. She's the, she's a Geordie lass, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on. Before we get into this, Geordie news. What about uh, Sir Alan Robson retiring? Oh, I see. Yeah, he's coming off Metro. Is he really? Huh? Yeah. I, I thought he... Did he not come off Night Owls years ago? I That's what, I, what he was famous for, wasn't I, it? I saw it on one of these radio websites a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, yeah. my God, again... Good to see he's still alive. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The flashing blade. The flashing blade. And, flash, and then he doesn't flash that much now. <laughs> you should Google him. He's got quite a look now, quite a distinctive uh, look. I mean, he yeah, always I did, a, I did a pantomime with him years ago. Oh. It was really good. I, he wrote a pantomime, Sherlock Holmes and the Curse of the Mummy. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> what, what made me think about it is uh, when I played that jingle, then I remember one of his biographies was him. Him just stood in front of the crowd. I think he was either bringing on TV. Tina Turner or Bon Jovi right. at Gateshead Stadium or something. Yeah. And he's obviously just run out and took a picture so it looks like it's his gig, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the centre spot at Wembley or something. Yeah, put it on front of his biography like everyone's turning out to see a late yeah. night radio guy. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's brilliant. Man. All right, let's get on with it then. Here we go. Best gig you've ever done, John. What's the best gig you've ever done? Well, some over here were great, but I'd say the best gig, personally the best gig I've ever done, was in a theatre out in the desert in Australia. Wow. Well, I'd say in the desert. It was like, it was a place called the Theberton Theatre, and yeah. um, and it was huge. And I, I really didn't expect it, you know. We sort of turned up in a bus, like, in the middle of the in the middle of the desert and there was just this theatre and thousands of people and it turned out to be great yeah yeah so, so probably that or Glastonbury or something I wh- think. what year was that gig in Australia roughly oh mate don't yeah. <laughs> it what? was probably about 1996 yeah all I'm saying is you remember that <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah, yeah. who is this again <laughs> yeah yeah why are you calling me uh, best takeaway you've ever eaten oh that's a good one 
Um, I tell you what, I once got a takeaway from a bar in South End that I was playing at that did takeaway food. Yeah. And I got some lovely ribs, and I was at, at the railway station, and I had to fight a guy for them. <laughs> <laughs> this guy come and said, what you got in there? And I went, I'm not telling you, because you could smell it was great. <laughs> and we ended up rolling around on the platform, fighting oh like the... God. Fighting like the Flintstones over a couple of ribs. <laughs> over ribs. I love that. All right, now this one, I've not got all day here because I'm doing a live radio show. The best album ever. I know you're a muser. What's the best album ever? Oh, best album ever. I really like, and this will suit you, I like uh, Donald Fagan, The Nightfly, which is all about a late night radio show host. Oh. I think. So you want to try and listen to that man. Very cool. Do you know, when you said Fagan, I got the wrong one, I instantly thought, that's living all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Fagan. <laughs> yeah, Joe Fagan. Oh, oh, yeah, no, no, uh, yeah, so he, uh, yeah, that's sort of, it's like a spin off uh, Steely Dan or something, yeah, yeah, but I really, I really love that album. Good something stuff. Something got about it. Um, best Beatle. Best Beatle, I'd say, um, John. John? But Ringo's the funniest. Really? Have you watched Get Back? Have you watched the documentary? I have, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I got right put off Paul, the way he spoke to really? George. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, like, I didn't like the way he spoke to George. Right. See, I thought... I think they could have been much bigger if they'd listened to him. <laughs> 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 they might have gotten some success. <laughs> that's the, the takeaway quote from this interview. If they'd listened to George Beatles... The Beatles would have been bigger. <laughs> yeah. They might have got, he must be uh, ruined the day, Paul McCartney, yeah. in his yeah. castle. Um, we had a bit more Ringo songs and listen to George Moore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they would have been much bigger. <laughs> um, best city in the world. Oh, Newcastle. Yes, of course. Uh, best heckle you've ever received that we can air on the radio? Oh, I tell you what, the best heckle, if you really want, like, a proper... Go on. Th- this, this guy, it was obviously at my hometown. It was at the Hyena in oh, Newcastle. I miss it. And, and I was chatting up this guy's girlfriend while he went to the toilet. Right, it was like in the middle of the gig. This yeah. was from the stage, and I'm getting big laughs from just chatting up with his girlfriend while she's while he's at the toilet. And he's huge, this guy. And he comes back from the toilet, and I said, "Oh, I've just been chatting up your last mate, you know." And uh, he said, "Listen, pal, the only reason you stand behind a microphone is because no one would listen to you otherwise." <laughs> 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 and I thought. That's not a heckle, that's just fact. <laughs> yeah, it's psychology. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like, yeah. So I was crippled for about a year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, just felt deliberately, like, really considering me life choices. Oh, I love it. I love that's it. a really good heckle, yeah, yeah. Best place to sit and have a think. Now, this could be a park oh. or by a river somewhere. Where, where do you sit and yeah. contemplate things? I live in Crystal Palace now in London, and yeah. I'm right by Crystal Palace. Park. Yeah, I can tell from the accent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've almost completely lost me. Uh, in fact, I've been in London longer now than I was in Newcastle. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But um, so I'm, I'm actually half Cockney. Well, I have to watch it when I go home. <laughs> but the, uh, there's a place there, Crystal Palace Park, and it has all the old Victorian dinosaurs and that in it. Oh yeah. The, you know them concrete things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they're not actually real dinosaurs; they're just like their version yeah. of what they look like. <laughs> so if I just sort of go and sit in there with them, yeah. I feel quite comfortable. You know, <laughs> it makes you feel just young, like an old Jordy Saurus sort yeah. of wandering around. 
The Geordiesaurus. That could be your next tour, the Geordiesaurus. Yeah, that'd be great, the Geordiesaurus. Best thing to find in the fridge when you come home after a gig and you're hungry? Oh, corned beef sandwich. Corned beef sandwich. All right, here's one. I don't know if it's... Also, ham and peas pudding, obviously. Oh, peas pudding. Right, answer me. Is peas pudding vegetarian? Um, Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah, it's just crushed Peas, is that what it is? Because when I probably got a bit of lard in it, <laughs> <laughs> just a bit. When I first moved up to Newcastle, the lad who took me around and looked after me went, "Oh, you got to try this," and he bought me one of them. Now, everyone's got different names for these, but we yeah. call them bread cakes or bread buns or baps, wherever Stotty. you're from. But yeah, he gave me this stotty cake, and it's basically a bread bun the size of a frisbee. And he's, That's it, yeah. And yeah. I'm a vegetarian, and he's like, "Oh, get peas pudding," and I had no idea what I was eating, but it is nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is, so I think it's vegetarian. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's not that nice on its own. <laughs> You've got to stick a dead animal on it, yes. or it's... <laughs> it's some toppings. Um, yeah, yeah. Best lookalike that you've ever been compared to? Oh, um, oh who, who? I've had a few, but uh, Carol Decker <laughs> from <laughs> DePaul. I've had Carol Decker from DePaul. I've had Spuggy from Baker Grove. <laughs> uh, Mick Hucknell, obviously, uh, Eddie Redhead, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, just, just like, a lot of gingers get that, we get that, you know, just yeah. like sort of somebody, somebody will be like, Too easy. you could have a ginger skinhead and look at, oh, you look like Mick Hucknell. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You know, you get these apps and it compares you to a celebrity. Uh-huh. I put mine into that. The kids were doing it and they're all coming out as, you know, like my son came out as... Uh, What's his name? The kid off High School Musical, Zac Efron, and I'm like, what? oh, right, right. And my wife puts hers in. She comes out looking like a, a supermodel or something like an actress. Yeah. I put myself in. It come up with Claire Balding. <laughs> That's great, man. Hey, I sent it to her on Twitter. I never heard back. <laughs> Oh, dear. Claire Balding, that's Claire Balding. hilarious. Hey, I'll take it these days, though. All right. <laughs> yeah. um... She's younger than me. <laughs> yes. All right. So, final one for Simply the Best. Best days of your life. So, a lot of people say it's school. It certainly wasn't for me. Uh, no, you know, be, no. I, I've obviously been around for three decades of your life, so I've seen you at various <laughs> stages. Various stages. Uh, yeah, various yeah. stages of amnesia. But um, <laughs> what would you say have been the best days of your life? Yeah, I mean, I would say the sort of, you know, 90s, 2000s. I really, I, 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 when I've been touring, I know yeah. there's, not, there's, there's not that much difference, really, when you're on tour all the time. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, like, when I first realised I could do comedy and that was, like, the early 90s. Yeah. And then, so, uh, when I, once I started getting decently paid for it, and that was maybe the late 90s, so mm. I'd say the late 90s. But oh. I did have a band in the 80s and things like that, you know? Well, so. I was reading that, yeah, because I, well, I did a bit of that myself, because I think you had a bit yeah. more success than me, but, um, you, you know, they're great days, aren't they, with the band and yeah, everything? Yeah, it it's really nice, I man. I miss the lads. There's like there was about five or six of you, you know. So yeah, I mean, obviously, my memory I can't remember. <laughs> yes. but uh, but and it was it was like family, you know. So that was nice. It was oh. nice having like five guys at your back, like that was cool. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, listen, mate. That is the end of. <laughs> 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 uh, look, hey, that takes me home. I'm sure <laughs> the gigs are going to be fantastic. Uh, oh you know, yeah, get yourself along, man. Yeah, the more they come, the better. 
you don't expect if you've met you before, don't expect anyone who was at the <laughs> last Dubai gig a couple of years ago to remember yeah. meeting you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, yeah. Just, It'll be later. It's like that film <laughs> Memento. You just need to get a tattoo on your hand that says Catboy, Cat 1994, <laughs> 2004, 2023 Dubai, yeah. 2022 Dubai. Well, I've got one on my backside that says that. I was wondering where it came from. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Well, I'm definitely coming out to see you, so it'd God be great to catch up. Cheers, Walk. So that's me chatting to John Fothergill, British comedian, very funny man. Yeah. You've not heard it yet because we're recording this before <laughs> you've heard it, but if you listen to it. I have seen lots of people comment, right, saying, oh, he is one of my f- so favourite comedians. He's so funny. And he's one of these guys, he's been gigging since the early 90s, right? But he's never, he's only done a handful of telly. He's so funny, he should be a household name. Right. But he just, he's just a gigging comic. And, um, but he answered a lot of questions in that interview. Now, you've not heard it yet, but all stories that have become legend in my life about certain people, certain comedians and certain stories over the year. Mm-hmm. He's one of the guys that can prove the truth. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Um, but anyway, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, as we said, we're going to be back on Sundays at the um, family brunch at home by McGettigan's. It's called Catboy and Laura's Homework. Because um, who doesn't like doing homework on a weekend? Yeah. And then our Thursday night one at the Cheeky Camel in Cluster J, JLT in uh, Dubai is called the Cheeky Quiz. Yes, it is. First one, Thursday 19th, and then every Thursday until the... Uh, Find out just what chances we are. (laughs) Uh, We'll be back with another podcast soon. We'll see you later. Love you lots. Bye. Great interview, by the way. Shut your face. (laughs) I bet you listen. Bye. (laughs) The end. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.